welcome to ASMR Get Out of the Whale. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, Dr. Andrew Michaels opens up about the conspiracy surrounding the moon landing and what he really knows. However, you may find the cover-up isn't quite what you expected. Ah, hello, how are you today? Oh, no, 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 I totally understand. Please, sit down. I'm so glad you came today. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me, you're not one of those conspiracy theorists. Just because I've worked with a lot of paranormal and uh, supernatural situations, you think I know everything about conspiracy theories too? <laughs> well, I hate to bust your bubble, but we all know that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and killed President Kennedy. Is that what you wanted to know? I can show you the secret files. <sighs> You're not one of those. The moon landings? Come on. Okay, who told you that? Alright. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna tell you the truth. There is an actual conspiracy surrounding the Apollo moon landings. Now, unfortunately for you, it's not the conspiracy that you wanted. We did land on the moon. We did. I know it's not what you want to hear, but since you had to come to my office, and you're forcing me to crack open the private records of our government that I have sworn to keep sealed just to entertain your own thoughts. You're going to hear the truth. You're going to sit right there and hear it. And the truth is we did land on the moon in 1969. Neil Armstrong was the first man from this planet to set his foot on the moon. Buzz Aldrin was the second, and Michael Collins floated around the moon by himself in the command module and waited for them to return. And that's it. See, he told you there was a conspiracy surrounding the Apollo moon landings, but the conspiracy he wants me to tell you about is not the one you want to hear. And I think you're going to be sorely disappointed when I tell you the truth. Now, if you want to go on, I'll tell you. But don't, don't, no, 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 no. Do not say I didn't warn you. 
Okay, have it your way. You see, the truth is, there was a secret with the moon landings. And we couldn't tell anybody. We were sworn to secrecy at the time, and I hope you will keep this between you and I, and not repeat. You see, the uh, lunar module, the command module, were very small vessels. And every inch of those craft had to be designed perfectly for the mission. There was no room for error, no room for extra weight or conveniences for the, the men that carried out those missions. And these were very brave macho alpha males these were the toughest of the tough the most masculine representations of mankind the world could offer they were rocket jocks fighter pilots test pilots of the most dangerous airplanes ever created these men were like gods on And they reached the stars. But sadly, like all men, they were flawed. And like all men, every so often, usually once a day, maybe twice a day, they had to make a dookie. That's right. They had to relieve themselves of bodily waste. Some people call it caca. Some people call it poop. No matter how you slice it, the truth of this conspiracy is that everybody farts. Even on an Apollo mission, a man must fart when a man must fart. Now I know this isn't what you expected when you sat down in my office today wanted to hear a conspiracy. Come closer so I can tell you. The horrors of space travel in the 1960s. It was bad enough that the great Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins had to wear adult diapers that they had to pee inside their suits that when they took a dookie the command module was so small <sighs> the astronaut to the left of you had to clean your bottom now I, I expect Even to your, your your spouse, to your children, to your grandchildren. Never repeat this story. For some reason, Buzz Aldrin wasn't feeling well on that trip. and He was very messy, very messy indeed. And uh, Michael Collins had to 
uh, he, he used wet wipes. They had a version of wet wipes, but um, it was still demeaning. All of them were fathers and had had children, but in those days, men didn't change diapers. That was woman's work. Coupled with the fact that these were very macho men. The bravest, the strongest soldiers this country had to offer to the moon program. I can't tell you what it's like to accidentally lose your pee bottle in space and urinate all over your pilot and co-pilot. I, for all of his skill and acumen as a pilot, bus Aldrin and Neil Armstrong horrible at aiming their pee-pees. And I don't say this lightly. And I, I'm, I'm glad you think this is funny. Laughing at a national treasure like this. But sometimes they missed their aim and the pee doesn't go down on the floor. It goes all over and it floats in the air and it gets in your mouth. I think sometimes people think this stuff is funny, but it came to a head when Richard Nixon realized through his private channel to the moon landings, he had access at all times to the mission to safeguard his citizens' lives. And the, the boys forgot. The camera was pointed at a certain direction and Buzz Aldrin stuck his anus his dirty filthy anus in the camera and Richard Nixon got mooned before everybody else did that is and uh, well it gets worse because Closeted, uh, closeted homosexual, and um, that's another conspiracy. And uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's it's true. It's it's all true. He was our first, second, or third gay president. I'm I'm not sure. Um, I never looked it up, but uh, at least our second, maybe third. Yes, yes, he was gay too. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. He was a little bit uh, excited by it, and uh, Henry Kissinger walked in on him while he was, um, I don't know how to bring this up, but uh, the people from NBC came in with uh, Secretary Kissinger, and um, they saw the president, um, yes, pleasuring himself, to say it quite. And that's when Henry Kissinger, uh, you know, he he um, ordered a 
examination of the procedures on the Apollo moon rockets from that point on. I, there was not much they could do. The design did not allow for a toilet or a um, bathroom facility. But um, at least he was generous enough to have them look into it. He got the president some counseling. They had uh, reversion therapy back then. Um, a young... Um, yes. How did you know? Yes, he was... He had a young uh, vice president, Pence, um, at the time. He was just a page. He um, helped him with his uh, therapy. Some might say he took one for the team. I'm all over the place. This is terrible. I'm telling you more than you need to know. I mean, do you know what it's like to spill a bottle of urine in zero gravity? Do you, do you really? Have you ever seen the space station astronauts play with a ball of water? You see how hard it is for them to gather up all the droplets of the water? It just gets all over everything. It's got like a magnetic force to it. It just clings to everything. Well, you wonder how their suits got so dirty. They were covered in wet urine by the time they got to the moon. The spaceship stunk like a cesspool. Neil Armstrong had a penchant for garlic and pasta. He just would not let up on the spaghetti. There's plenty of other things to eat, but the man just... He eats when he's nervous. I mean, it just was a mess. There was just a lot of stuff to clean up. How can a man eat that much spaghetti? I don't know. It's, it's... I know it's upsetting to, to hear all of this, and... I know you were hoping that I told you that the moon landings were fake, but unfortunately the truth is much stranger than fiction. Michael Collins was scarred for life. He uh, left the moon program. He, he retired as an astronaut. So did Buzz and Neil. Too, too, too traumatic. That's traumatic. And then you find out, like, you know, Alan Shepard, um, he experienced this on the Mercury rockets. You know, he had to sit in a filthy diaper the whole mission back then, and, um, you know, his butt got sore, and he went right straight into the moon program. So that tells you a little bit about the character of these men, you know. I mean, when you think about it, it's quite disturbing. It's it's not the conspiracy that you wanted to hear, but they cover it up by saying the moon landings are fake. When in reality, these men were deviants. Apollo 13 was especially disgusting. They couldn't flush any of the feces out of the ship. They had to conserve all the power they could, so they were crossing streams in the moon lander. They were so bored. I mean, there was nothing else for them to do. 
Have you ever walked up in a museum and smelled one of the recovered lunar module, command modules? Now you know why they landed them in the ocean. The Soviets landed theirs on the land. We landed ours in the ocean because they, you know, had to wash them off before they let the public get close to them. I don't know how they had so many men with that kind of a lean and bent in one program. I, we, we shouldn't talk about this because these were great men. They were great men. They just had terrible aim when it came to their bodily fluids. And that's nothing to be ashamed of. It's very boring to be in a small, cramped moon rocket for 11 days. And boys will be boys, and we all know what the men were doing, you know, when the cameras were off. You hear other stories, but none of them can be verified as true. I know you want me to tell you those stories, but I'm only dealing in the facts today, mister. Speculation is for another time. Not here. We're only dealing with the facts. And don't even get me started on huh, Gus Grissom. They tried to lift his mercury capsule out of the ocean, and it smelled so bad. He fouled it up so bad they cut it loose and let it go to the bottom of the ocean. And I don't blame them. You can look that up. His mercury capsule went straight to the bottom. And the Senate was trying to blame him for it, saying he didn't follow procedures, and the crew was trying to blame him. He was trying to blame the crew, the rescue crew. It was just a whole thing. And everybody knows what happened in the Apollo 1. oxygen atmosphere Gus Grissom cuts loose a big one the rocket fills up with methane an explosive condition occurs three men die three men die right there on the launch pad is that what you wanted to hear I'm looking you right in the eye, saying it with a straight face. Is that the conspiracy that you wanted to hear? I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. These men were heroes. Who knew 100% oxygen atmosphere and methane would cause that kind of reaction? It was like a bullet went off inside the rocket command module. Werner von Braun was a great engineer. He studied rocketry his whole life. If only he had minored in city septic systems. There'd be a lot more men alive right now. 
part that bothers me the most is how did they not how did they forget to design that into the rockets I mean they put everything in there rudimentary computers and guidance systems and telemetry controls satellite uh, radio feed back and forth state-of-the-art communications color video live satellite feeds this is all 60s technology this is incredible the, the amount of technology that was involved in this but you forgot to put in a waste disposal system how did that happen I mean we're talking about some of the greatest scientists that ever lived and they forgot to put a bucket for them to poop in. I, I don't know if I can go on with this. I hope you're happy. And there it is. The true moon landing conspiracy out there in the open. It's a wonder Buzz Aldrin survived as a fighter pilot. He couldn't hit anything. He was a terrible aim. And when I tell you these stories, I... I don't get any joy from it. No. I don't relish spilling the beans, as they say, or... crapping all over your parade. I think you could understand why we, this was covered up in the history books. You look at a great man getting his ticker tape parade, waving to everybody down Fifth Avenue. And then when you realize he has a severe diaper rash sitting on top of that convertible. And he did it for us. That's the part they leave out. He did it for us. That man. Got jock itch. And a diaper rash. For all the young boys and girls in America. So they had somebody to look up to. You, 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 can't, you can't let them know. Everything is a lie. Everything they thought about the moon landings is a lie. You can't tell them. You can't. It has to stay and die with you and I right here. So I'm going to ask you to raise your right hand. Swear on this Bible. This Bible right here. This one. so solemnly swear in front of God as my witness that you will not repeat any of this. I have your word as an American. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. God bless America. God bless that flag. I'm going
see there's still a few patriots left in the world. You're a good man. No, I wasn't I wasn't making that up about Nixon. He really was. You can read it online. It must be true. I read it on the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's true. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Cuello. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardejuego at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.